0: Keep your ride or die alive at eBaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Show up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to
1: cover
2: on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that peg. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these goats. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's
1: post-game podcast. Alright, here we go. It's Monday podcast. Al, what's up, man?
2: Oh hi Jerry. So a couple things here. Um, One, you know I'm always like looking at musical instruments because I feel like I should be playing more musical instruments. I feel like I should be better at the musical instruments I play. And I'm pretty much down to the piano now which I can get along with. A little bit of the ukulele. But I've been seeing a lot of little kids on the internet playing the drums. Okay. which makes me think the drums have to be easy to figure out.
1: So buy them, and hopefully everybody will kick you out of that condo place.
2: Well, I was actually looking <laughs> on Amazon. They have those uh, electronic drums right? where they look like drums, but uh, you plug in headphones so you don't well worry your neighbors.
1: Wow, that's very cool technology.
2: They're only like 350 bucks for like what looks like a very popular one on Amazon. You know, like when you look and there has got like 8,000 reviews, so you're like, okay, yeah. this is the popular one. But will I really use it, Jerry?
1: Um, you've got more time than most. If I do. you don't, no one will.
2: Uh, yeah, but I feel like like there's a little kid now going back and forth with uh, Dave Grohl of Foo Fighters. Because she did a shout out to Dave Grohl and then played along to uh, Everlong. Okay. Dun, 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 dun. But first of all, it looks easy, but maybe that's because she's good at it. But I've also seen way too many little kids like drumming along to like "Panama" by Dan, <laughs> you know. So why don't you watch the songs, each buy them, try it. Mm-hmm. If you don't think it's something you do, return it. Okay, return it. To, I did the Amazon return to Kohl's. Tremendous. Yeah, such I, an easy thing. It's not hard at all, and this way so you're good to the, go. You're saying order the electronic drum kit. Yes. Set it up. I do have a. Uh, there's a, a section in my bedroom that has a as a. Uh, it's like a weird angle of the room where there's. Really nothing you can do there. Right. But I do think I could get an electronic drum kit in there. Then I would, I would do Be it. Be like my little corner music spot.
1: Try it for one week. And <laughs> if at that okay. point you're like, you know what?
2: I'm not doing this. I'm not going to do
1: Return it. Right.
2: I think it's brilliant. Save the box. Yep. Put it in the basement. Put the box in the basement. Save it. Yeah. Give it a week. And if not, go to Coles. Very easy. That Coles, they even give you then, when you
1: return it, they a give you- A coupon t- to shop.
2: A 25% off coupon.
1: And you know what's so brilliant about it? The three or four times I've done it, I have stopped and bought something.
2: Yeah. You're like, I got to get something. It's 25% off coupon. Yep. You got it. Also, Jerry, thanks to you, I've scheduled a a doctor's visit.
1: Why is it thanks to me?
2: Well, thanks to you because, you know, I haven't been in a couple years, and you mentioned that uh, you did your blood work physical and uh, that your cholesterol, for a man who eats pretty well, you... Your cholesterol was high. So I was yes. like, maybe my cholesterol is high. Maybe my blood sugar's high. I need to go get some blood work done. Right. So thanks to you, Jerry, I, I went to the list my mother made <laughs> of doctors, approved doctors in the area. Right. That she approved of. And I made an appointment. So I'm going to go the day before Thanksgiving.
1: Now, what do you do when <laughs> your mom gives you an approved doctor and then you yes. can't stand the doctor? Do you yell at mom?
2: No, cuz she's only going based on I understand what she's basing it on, their education um and their on whatever online reviews she can find.
1: Aha, uh-huh. okay. So Fair she enough. doesn't
2: know. You never know in person if you're going to clash with a doctor or have a good chemistry with the doctor. Right, right. But I couldn't even schedule a physical. You first have to schedule just a visit with the doctor. And then really? vi- yeah, it's like an introductory visit.
1: Wow, okay. Then
2: at the introductory, I mean, maybe the doctor doesn't want to see me naked and give me a physical, you know what I mean? Maybe I don't want this doctor's finger in my butt. And I actually, once I scheduled I was like, you know what, this is the right move.
1: And then you'll probably get the blood work prescription. Right. Go do your blood work, mm-hmm. and then you go back for the full physical. And he's right. reading the blood work at
2: the same time. Which I really, all I'm really interested in is the blood work. I don't want a physical. I don't want a finger in my butt. I don't want a hernia check. I don't want a testicle cancer test. Why? Just check my blood. Okay. Because that's uncomfortable. It's really
1: not that big a deal.
2: And I've had enough of uncomfortable. I've decided in life, Jerry, we've had enough uncomfortableness. Be comfortable.
1: All right. I mean, listen. I think you need to be safe, but you do what you wants to do.
2: Why can't they check your prostate when they check your uh, when they send you for a colonoscopy?
1: That's a good question. I it don't know the right? answer to that.
2: I'm going to ask a, uh, if there's any if there's any uh, gastro doctors on here or urologists listening. Can you please send me a message on Twitter and tell me aren't why you, that is?
1: Uh, aren't you doing the whole thing being a slight celebrity asking for help? <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> no, but I'm not curious. Like,
2: I'm not doing like at United. Why is my flight delayed? I was just wondering. Because you yeah, were you yeah, know,
1: ripping on people that were looking for help trying to find a PS5 last week. Not me, but yes. other people. Other people, yep. You're kind of doing the same thing right now.
2: Do, now, there was a caller the other day, Jerry, that said, put me on hold. I'm going to tell Jerry some tips on how to get a PS5. Did that come through or no? No. No. Yeah, I didn't think so. I see some people on eBay selling them for $1,000. Yeah. Yeah, well, I don't like that.
1: and that's what is is happening. And so he, he was a nice guy. I mean, you know, the information he gave was awesome, except for the fact that I knew that. It was basically go to the secondary sites. They'll have them. And then you oh, click on course. them, and they're $950. They're $1,000. Right. And then it's funny because someone I know, you know him too. I think you do. Um, guy got a call from them Friday. Hey, friend of mine, his kid had bought five of them. And I'm thinking, oh, cool! I got a connection. He's just gonna—he's gonna sell me one. He goes, not sure what he'll give it to you for, but you know, he's got one. If you want it, here's the number. Okay, fine. So I text the guy, yeah, thousand dollars. I said, well, I can get one for nine hundred actually online. So you know, unless maybe you could do seven, seven fifty, I think I'll just get it online. He goes, yeah, we're not budgeting on the price. (laughs) What's the max
2: you would pay? Seven, seven fifty? Yeah, seven fifty. Because they're five hundred bucks. Right.
1: And to me, it's something that's going to be used a lot. I mean, I can make the case a thousand's really not a bad price when you think about how much time is spent on We spent 100 bucks to go out dinner for an hour. If right. you think about something like this, it's going to get a ton of use. But $1,000 to me is a lot of money. It's silly. I was well, the $750. Other,
2: the other funny thing I've thought about with these games in the past so, like, when I bought my, when we got the Intellivision in our house, that had to be the early 80s, I think 82, 83. I sure. bet that was $500 in 1982 money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I feel like these the consoles stay relatively they the same They were that price. much money back then. It had to be. Really? Yeah, I think so. I what was it Google called but. in television? Yeah. How Original much? Original price for in, in television. Let's see who comes up with the first Jerry. This is a race. I can't prove uh 165. Okay, All that's right. not 500 bucks. <laughs> 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 So I've exaggerated a tad. Oh, that's funny. That's like, funny. Like, did they have $500? Uh, uh, that, that, you know what was expensive? Uh, the VCR. My father bought a VCR. All right. How much? Racial <laughs> price a, for the
1: VCR. <laughs> $1,000. Oh, yeah. Damn.
2: Yeah, that was some- How yeah, about thousand that? 1000 to $1,400 in 1977. That's, oh, I, I
1: did not remember. realize that. Yeah, that was some crazy stuff. Wow. How about just Atari? That one I'd be curious about.
2: My dad used to go to this place called Topps Electronics in Edison. It was on Route 27. That's where yeah. we used to buy our electronics. And it was the type of place where you could you could uh negotiate price. Oh, sure. I don't like like
1: I don't like that either. Just no. tell me how much
2: it is. It's too much stress to me. Like I don't want to negotiate price. Well, my dad used to love to negotiate a price.
1: They say the Atari the introductory price was $199. The equivalent in 2019 is $840. <laughs> so there it's you go. So, it, so based on that, this PS5 is cheap at 500 bucks. Right.
2: That's what I'm saying.
1: Because they are outstanding. They really yeah. are. And the graphics are ridiculous, and everything you can do on them, too, is nuts. I agree. So whatever. It's what it is. So I got also, the PS4 right now. That's it's, it's it.
2: That's a good one. Yeah, it I is. It's really see- good. See people on TikTok, Jerry, making steaks in a toaster. What are your thoughts on this? Uh, they I think people too, have too much time on their hands. They took, and actually what it did was it seared the outside, but then it was, you know, rare on the, it's very raw. rare. This is raw. I'm not eating that. You're not eating a TikTok no, steak? No. Off a TikTok end of a toaster? You realize how pathetic our society
1: is? <laughs> I mean, really, what a yeah. bunch of just have nothing to do with... You know, oh, what a God what
2: about unmotivated, just bah, what about a fifty one year old man considering an electronic drum kit?
1: Think about what you just considered today yeah you you considered buying drums because you're bored, mm-hmm. basically, and you think, you see kids do it, you can do it, and you want to make yep. steak and a toaster, yeah, oh God, and you know what the best part is? you can do all that and you still have four hours to kill. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, speaking of which, tomorrow, Jerry, Yeah, you'll need to do the post-game with either Eddie or nobody. Where are you going? I have a, to be at a client's, uh, and I have to leave right after the show. You're going to be at a client's? Yes, I'm working with Mazda, and we're doing some sort of video shoot, and I have to go to their home office, which is in like <laughs> Bridgewater. That's not far. That's far. It's an hour away from where I am. Boy, what has happened to you? you used to live in Basking Ridge. I know. I'm not used to driving my car.
1: Well, getting that Mazda and go, it would be great if you showed up in the other car.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Where's the Mazda? Oh, I sold that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's tremendous. Boy, this is right up your alley. They want to do videos of you.
2: They want to do videos of me. That's right, Jerry. There you go. Uh, Then, uh, finally, Jerry, I do have a Pornhub information for you. Okay. This is... uh, Pornhub did a study during election week when people were very stressed out. They still are, by the way. Have you seen the videos from the weekend? <laughs> uh, I have seen the videos. Yeah. Yep. A 2020 election week top searches per state. So this is what they're doing. So so each state was broken down as to which which things people were looking up the most in each state. You follow? I follow. So, for example, Jerry, if I were to go into New Jersey, where you and I both live, something called femdom was femdom, femdom, which I think is a female dominatrix. Oh, okay. Or like a fem f- a female dominating somebody. All right. Femdom. Okay. Now, in Alabama, they searched for big booty. Were
1: they in Bradley
2: Beach? <laughs> right. <laughs> Evidently femdom, I guess. (laughs) Uh, Go ahead. So what else? So I'm looking for in Georgia, they searched for tickling. Tickling porn. Okay. Uh, Oklahoma, Jerry, cheerleader. That's a classic. I would think that could go for any state, yes. That is just a classic. Uh, Here's an interesting one. Iowa, they searched for yoga pants. Okay. So they wanted women in yoga pants. Oh, not men? (laughs) Maybe men as well
1: Could be in biker shorts You never know
2: South Dakota Had searches for wrestling Like women wrestling each other Or women wrestling men Okay Interesting one Uh, Kansas They were looking for something uh, Search term chubby
1: (laughs) And that So that's basically the most Like that's the most searched term For that state
2: Yeah Yeah and I'll give you one more, Jerry. Uh, where was it? Oh, Louisiana. They searched for Popeye's, like the fast food place.
1: So people do pornography at Popeye's? I don't. I
2: wouldn't think so.
1: That seems weird. That's
2: an odd one.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess restaurant porn, okay, but that sounds strange. Yeah. Hey, and by the way, I noticed you have not brought up Connor's uh, article that he sent us.
2: Oh, what was that again? You're right. That was a good one.
1: Something about an erection while in the bathroom, I don't know.
2: Oh yes,
1: I got to be honest. You're right. I did not read it.
2: Actually, I did read it.
1: Okay, what'd you come up with?
2: And it was this idea that there are some men that, when they're sitting on the toilet bowl, they become aroused.
1: Are you one of those men? I am not. (laughs) Although I'm trying to think
2: back, like when I was younger, like when I was in my late teens, did that happen? And I I think it did. I think it did. Really? Uh, I could recall being on the toilet going to the you know going to the bathroom and waiting in between and then having to urinate and it and having a problem pushing it down to go into the bowl i think it did happen to me
1: so it grew while you sat there
2: i guess so yeah there was a there's a time in your life when that thing has a mind of its own
1: when did that when does that time end
2: See, mine is not random anymore. I don't just get random right. arousals. I, <laughs> I don't know when that ended, but it's gone. Stupid. But there's a time when you're a younger where who knows? Like I used to get a, a, arousals when I would get sleepy. So like if I fell asleep on an airplane and then I was aw- aw- awoken at landing, right? I couldn't get up right away to exit the plane. That's never happened to
1: me. <laughs> That is so. You got aroused by the decline.
2: Well, more I would arouse or the sleeping. descent. No, the sleeping part, like when I would get tired. Oh, I that see. Used to happen and so then you would I'd wake, wake up. up like
1: that. Yeah. And and did then did you have like a? Did you have that stupid airplane? That airplane blanket over you looked like a little uh, pup tent in your pants. Uh,
2: <laughs> well, that's what I would like. I would try not to rush off the plane, and I would try to talk it down.
1: Uh, sir, you need to get off the plane now. There's no one else oh, I'm here. Not ready yet. <laughs> Meantime, they're vacuuming. They're cleaning up all the go. peanut wrappers.
2: Yeah, let everyone else go instead. <laughs> what a mess. And then, uh, not to promote another service, Jerry, but we often discuss Howard Stern interviews here. Yeah. Uh, doing one today, which I'm going to try to catch later on, maybe on demand, because I'm interested in this one. Wolfgang Van Halen. I heard him promote that. I'm interested in that.
1: I think I am. I'm
2: not sure. Eddie Van Halen's son. Yeah. I think played, I might be. I'll give it a chance, and then yeah. we'll see. He played bass with them uh, on their reunion tour with David Lee Roth because they're still mad at uh, at Michael Anthony, the original right. bass player, because he went. He's uh, Sammy Hagar's friend. Yeah, I'm, so I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna listen to that.
1: I probably will. I'm just not sure when because I don't. I know just that I'll get like, to it today.
2: Like Howard Stern now just tries to get people to try to cry. Like it's, just, it's <laughs> like Eddie when your father died, Eddie.
1: It's not the same guy. Yeah. I don't know.
2: I don't want him to cry. Like, I, I don't want to hear the Howard wants to make someone cry deep emotional thing. I want to know what it's like to have Eddie Van Halen as a father. How cool was it to go out on the road with him? I'm sure they will do all that How stuff. How do you learn to do all these instruments? Cause I that guy think, plays bass guitar.
1: think he plays uh, electronic drums.
2: Electronic drum kit.
1: There you go. There's full circle right there.
2: What's <laughs> ended there, Jerry, like a right. comedian how they do that that thing right before they get off stage where it's a callback. Done. All right, Jerry, warm-up show is next. We'll see you tomorrow. So.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road.
1: And no real content. All right, what do you say we get going on a football Monday? I'm in New York City along with the Eddie Scazzeri. And down the Jersey Shore, his name is Albert George Dukes. What's up, Al? Jerry,
2: if there's no content, why is my show sheet so large today? Because you copied and pasted the uh, headlines from the football games. <laughs> that could be uh, one of the reasons. Jerry, as I was enjoying the football games uh, yesterday, uh, Gina uh, sitting on the couch there. You know, she listens to a lot of sports talk radio now. She always has. I've gotten in her car and Mike Francesa would be on. And she just, she has it on in the background. So she's not listening at all times, but there seems to be sports talk on around her a lot. So she picks up on things, but doesn't really grasp. She knows names, but doesn't know who they are. Right. So we're sitting there and she goes, oh. Somebody from the Mets died. Uh, it definitely wasn't Mookie Betts. That's well, he's not said. on the Mets. Right. I go, well, yeah, he doesn't play for the Mets. I go, Mookie Wilson died? She goes, no, it wasn't Mookie Wilson. Then I'm like, how did I miss a Met dying on social media and this sort of thing? Because people love a rest in peace on social media. So I'm Googling Mets died. To, it was some dude named uh, Les Roar of the '69 uh, Mets, but it had been d- days earlier. Okay, Mookie Betts was alive and well. I felt. Uh, Nor was he a Met. Nor was he a Met. But she did, t- you know, if a guy named Mookie did die in baseball, she had a one in, f- you know, she had a fifty percent shot. It was Mookie. One Betts. in two chance. Right. I know there's a Mookie Blaylock in basketball.
1: There was. Back in the day.
2: Back in the day. I don't know. I'm not aware of any Mookies that play football.
1: No, I'm actually impressed you came up with Mookie Blaylock. Thank you. That I did.
2: That's that I knew good. that name. Yeah, thank you very much. So um rest in peace, less roar of the sixty nine Mets, and uh enjoy your life, Mookie Betts. Live.
1: Now I'll give you one Live, since Mookie. you came up with the name. Okay. Mookie Blaylock played for who? I'm gonna say the Milwaukee Bucks. Maybe, but I'm talking
2: locally. <laughs> oh, locally it had to be the Nets. Yeah. Because I know he wasn't on the Knicks. He did play for the Nets. How about so, that? So good for Mookie Betts, who has a second lease on life after learning that he did not pass away over the weekend. One of the best players in baseball, still alive and well. Still alive and well, yes. and looking to rip it up again next year. Jerry, there was a a huge NFL Sunday. We got uh, had, I think, only five early games, though. No Octobox, unfortunately, Thank for... God. The Red Zone channel, no Octobox. I don't know. There was, a, there was a lack of buzz for me this
1: football Sunday. I cannot agree with you more. So I'm watching the late games with my son. Now I know the Cardinal game was a fun finish. Yes. I said to him, I'm bored. Yes,
2: that's how I felt yesterday.
1: I, I don't know why. Like, I was into the Giant game, no doubt. And I watched mm-hmm. almost all of it aside from a couple, of, uh, a couple of rides I had to make. But I watched almost all of the Giant game. I was into that. That was fine. But the, you know, here's the problem for me with football. I you know what? There especially if it's the Cowboys, like I can't wait for the game, looking forward to the game. I don't need nine hours of it. Right. On one day. Mm-hmm. And that so like the four o'clock games, although they were better games, and they were, I don't think there's any question about it. I wasn't into the four o'clock games.
2: Same here. So, I had the same lack
1: of buzz, Jerry, and I thought it was just me. No, I agree with you. I it, it was just like, okay.
2: There and was a lot of so-so games.
1: Yeah, and I'm not saying they were, again, they weren't bad games. It's just, I don't know. I'm, I am I am burnt. So I do watch in the morning. I will watch the pregame shows. I don't know why. Sometimes it's background noise. Sometimes I actually enjoy watching it. I'll watch NFL Network. I'll watch Boomer on CBS at noon. And then it's like, all right, you get to that 1 o'clock game. By 4 o'clock, I'm like, I'm good. But then you kind of got to watch because you got good games on. At one point, I actually admittedly, I came I'm going to do this, passed out three plays before the Hopkins catch.
2: Oh, before On the, the Hail Mary.
1: My son's yelling at me. He goes, what, did you see that? I'm like, no, my eyes are closed. What happened? <laughs> and then I saw the replay. I'm like, wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just, but then, then I get ready for the Sunday night game after sort of being bored in the four. I'm like, oh God, three more hours of this? So I'm so, with you.
2: See, I get a little bit of a lull there for the four o'clock games, but then, then I... Wait some time and then the the Sunday night game comes out. And I'm like, all right, this is generally a marquee matchup, right? Yeah, so, uh, usually, it yes, it p- picks
1: it up a little bit
2: for me, yeah.
1: And last night was a good matchup. I mean, I good know the matchup. Patriots have not been a great team this year, but it's interesting with Cam Newton and you know the Ravens and Lamar Jackson. It was definitely an interesting game. And I did watch probably the first quarter and a half before I fell asleep, saw the highlights this morning. Um, but yeah, I'm with you. It's funny, we were kind of into when we did our what, what do you call the segment again? Uh, on Friday. Uh, cool
2: games of the yeah. weekend, Alan think, Jerry's
1: cool games. I think we agreed the games that were cool and that weren't. Right. But I don't know. I was, I was into the Giant game. I just wasn't into the 4 o'clock games like I thought I would. You know what it was, too? The Bengals gave you nothing. That was the yes, one game I was nothing. looking forward to.
2: Same here. They
1: gave you nothing. So that was disappointing. And I don't know why. I just wasn't into the Bills and Cardinals like I thought I might be.
2: So let's blame, I guess, the Bengals' fault. I do blame the Bengals. Because the Steelers went in undefeated. The Bengals were getting seven and a half points. So if you bet the Bengals like I did in my parlay, uh, and they gave you nothing. Nothing. Nothing.
1: Absolutely nothing. I mean, the Steelers basically steamrolled them.
2: Once again, the Bengals have ruined Sunday football.
1: Now explain this to me, because I love this. I mean, everybody talks about how they know how to pick games. Can you please explain to me, the Jacksonville Jaguars hanging around at Lambeau when the it's windy. The wind chill is in the low 20s. I know there's no fans there, but
2: how in the hell are they leading in the fourth quarter? I don't know. I, I thought of that last night because I thought of the Brett Favre era. There was a time, a very long period of time, when the uh, Packers... You could not even compete with them at home. Unbeatable at Lambeau Field. Unbeatable at Lambeau. And now it's just teams hang around. And like you said, the Packers won, but it wasn't convincingly. And It was no. against the scrub team, the Jaguars, who I don't even know who's quarterbacking. Right. Luton. Luton is quarterbacking. Luton. I mean, give me a yeah, break. Yeah, it was weird. And then, uh, then after like uh, the, uh, the, the Packers have steamrolled some teams and then I, it's just it's inconsistent jerry
1: i yeah i just bizarre honestly really crazy
2: now the, the sunday night game last night which you touched upon the the uh patriots beat the ravens i don't know what's going on with the ravens i thought they were going to be like m you know lamar jackson mvp ravens going to compete heavily i don't know what's going on with them either well you know he said I and i'll play them as well i'll play the clip
1: uh, next hour with boomer and geo um yeah. he said it really wasn't well he didn't say it wasn't fair but i'm kind of Who's he? The, uh, Lamar Jackson. Oh, Lamar Jackson. Um, he said um, clearly Mother Nature knew when, when they had the ball.
2: Oh, Mother Nature yeah, downpoured. Yeah, went, Mother Nature sort of was against
1: them because uh, when they had the ball, it was just brutal weather. And when the Patriots
2: had the ball, it eased up. It's very interesting because a lot of times teams and players, they praise uh, the God above when they win. Very rare that you hear them blame the lord or religion or jesus for when they lose but in some ways are they not doing that and saying that nature which god controls some of us believe <laughs> not eddie that it was god who was not on the side of the ravens last night i mean you interesting. can interesting you can definitely infer that no, I, I see here, looking at my stat sheets, Jerry, that the Patriots uh, ran for a hundred seventy-three yards in their their win of the uh, beating the Ravens. Yeah, like
1: Cam Newton. They're I, they're I don't think the he. Ball.
2: I think he only threw the ball for like hundred and twenty yards. Is that right? Yeah. So I guess it running. was raining and uh, windy when they had the ball too. Otherwise, they would have been airing it out.
1: Yeah, but not as much. Lamar Jackson not as much. said not as much when they got the ball. The downpour and when the Patriots had the ball, not so much.
2: A uh, Monday night football, Jerry, buzz no buzz. Vikings no buzz. at Bears. <laughs> the Bears not are gonna involved, help. Not interested. Right. This is not helping things.
1: It's not. They stink. Nick Foles stinks. The other kids stinks. Stinks. Just, ugh.
2: Stinks. I don't stink, like watching stink, the Bears stunk.
1: I'm not saying they're not a good team. I don't enjoy watching Bears Agree. football. Me neither. So now the Vikings intrigue me when they are at home on the dome on the rug. I'm curious tonight what they give you. In Chicago. No, Al, in Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes, in Chicago. In Chicago, right. That's what you meant by that. Mm-hmm.
1: And didn't mm-hmm, the Bears mm-hmm. start like 5-1 and one and they're like 5-4 and four now?
2: Yeah, they had a nice start to the season, but not so great lately. All right, now the Vikings started out lousy
1: and have played well because Dalvin Cook's been back.
2: And they're picking it up is what you're saying. They
1: win tonight. They would be, I believe they'd be 4-5, and five, and that would make the Bears 5-5. Five and five. Now, the how Packers about, are better, but still, I mean, the Vikings working their way back.
2: And how about Eddie's Miami Dolphins working their way back as well? I think they've won five straight. Is that possible? Did I read that they correctly, have. Jerry? Did I put that on my show since,
1: Oh, shoot. I heard this, too. First Since, time since Don Shuler. No, 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 no. I forget when. But, yes, I believe it's five in a row for the Dolphins. And Tua, who, I, you know, I guess, Eddie, you, you watched the game, or did you just watch the red zone? Red zone. See, I— I don't know. I red-zoned as well. He, they won. He played well enough to win. He made plays. I'm not saying he didn't. But, boy, he had, he had two passes that should have been picked off badly, and he really got away with a couple of terrible throws.
0: They let him off the hook.
1: They did. No, they 100% they did. But, listen, a win is a win is a win.
2: Right. I saw somebody say, I'm not going to apologize for a win in the NFL. Never. you never Oh, that was Matthew throwing. Stafford. I saw that because, you know, the the Lions had that 24-3 lead over Washington. And how about
1: Chase Young in
2: that game? And then they gave it away and almost lost it. Uh, Chase Young with the shove of uh, Matthew Stafford. Yes, is that, the play? that game
1: is going to overtime blew barring it. some crazy, you know, long pass play. And to just A, stop the clock, B, give him the 15-yard penalty, that penalty basically gave him a chance. Bad. Yep. Really bad. Really bad.
2: And it would have been a nice win for Alex Smith as starting a football game for the first time in 12 years or something Well, like had it. they
1: won in overtime, yes. Had they won, yes, it would have been. And then Prater. It's amazing watching these kickers. I was talking to my my father about this yesterday. We were watching the Giant game. These kickers that just kick from 55, 60, 65. It is ridiculous. Their leg. They really, they all, they can all kick the ball a country mile. Lot of leg. Lot of leg. Lot of leg. Lot of leg. No, yeah, a lot of leg. you got to have a lot of leg. and I'll tell you this too. Watching Washington, I don't get nervous for Alex Smith anymore.
2: I do a little bit when they grab him around the legs. I, I know, like but that. I every
1: game he plays, it's like I'm more and more comfortable. Yeah, you know, you kind of feel like he's you know he's acclimated again to the game and the speed of it, and you don't feel like he's a sitting duck like he was that first time he came in.
2: Yeah, and he's not. Uh, you know, he's hanging in the pocket there. He's not you know he trying to running. avoid hits he is but he's, he's also no not going to run
1: he's going right. to be a pocket passer
2: no he is a pocket passer what i'm saying when he feeling the heat he's not he's still hanging on to the ball until the last second even though he knows he's going to take a pop
1: yeah no he's uh, he's man. played well he, and he played well yesterday too he really did even though they were down 24-3 for them to
2: get them back 24 up but they lost uh, they did
1: lose yes they did lose but nfc east good lord it's a good thing the giants and the eagles to play you
2: know what i call jerry the nfc least well, that's creative. <laughs>
1: Never heard that one before.
2: <laughs> it was funny last night uh in the uh, it was either the Sunday night game or NFL Network highlight show with uh, Chris Rose that I love. And they put up the standings and who's still in the hunt and that sort of Everybody. thing. Everybody. <laughs> but to see the to see the Eagles leading the division at the what are they 3, three five and 5-1? 3-5 and, one. Three, five and no, 1. The Giants Those? are 3 and 7. Giants are 3 and 7. All yes. 3-5 right. and 1. Yeah, and the Giants with two straight wins, now they get a bye week. What a what a relaxing bye week this would be if I was a player. What a difference when you go
1: into the bye off a win as opposed to off a hideous loss.
2: Two straight wins, no doubt. Jay. Yeah, even
1: even better. You can York, see things turning around. Giants.
2: Who who do they come back with? Do you know off the top of your I head think right the now? The Cowboys. Isn't oh, it the Cowboys? Right? Uh, no, I'm not 100% Let's sure of that. I want to be 100% sure. We do 100% sure. Oh, no, my, we on don't. This your show sheets wrong. What are you talking about? Just google it. Giants. Bengals. Oh, okay, that's interesting. Then Giants, Seahawks. Might I play the Cowboys? <laughs> uh, not till uh, January third. Last play game. Oh, uh, that's what season. I was thinking about. Yeah, January third is what I was thinking about. <laughs> so when the Giants come back from the bye, they got they're at Cincinnati, at Seattle, home to the Cardinals, home to the Browns, at the Ravens, and home to the Cowboys. There you go. Look oh, the bill. Cowboys. It's a little rough. A little bit of a, a couple of uh, You got Seahawks. Cardinals, Ravens look like trouble. Well, there's a lot of trouble. Browns, Cowboys, Bengals, not so much. Mm, agreed. Not as much, but who knows? You never know. It's that's a weird, they,
1: weird season. That's why they play the game. And this is why we're going to take a break, because we're going to reset. Let's Al's break gonna, down the giant here's game. Here's the game we're going to play. Jerry. Here's the game. You're going to have four minutes to figure this out, maybe three okay. minutes. Maybe it'll be a two-minute break. I don't know. It could be 60 seconds. I'm not sure. But we're going to take a quick break on the other side. Al is going to come up with the mistake he made on the show sheet. He's going to identify it and correct it after this. This portion of the warm-up show is sponsored by your local Honda dealers. Don't go anywhere. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? All right, 524, my high-tech mic stand is failing me, Al. That's always unfortunate. All right, uh, 524, I said before the break that um, you were going to identify and let us know about the mistake. Mm -hmm. No one Mm -hmm. else knows this Mm -hmm. except for us five or six. Uh, The mistake you made on the show sheet, you've had five minutes to look at it.
2: Go. Well, uh, I got to say, it looks pretty perfect to me, Jerry. It is not perfect. But I'm going to say... Because I'm trying to think what I what I wrote verbatim from what I saw and what I sort of wrote on my own. Right. So I'm going to say on the show sheet I have written Cardinals beat the Bills on a 43-yard Hail Mary on final play of the game.
1: Is that your final answer, sir? I'm going to say perhaps it wasn't the final play of the game. That is my final answer. You have identified two mistakes now on the show sheet. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that is one. I actually didn't even notice that you wrote on the final play of the game. <laughs> that wasn't the final play of the game? No, there was one second left, I believe. Yeah.
2: Garbage. Um I don't know the other one, Jerry. I, I gotta say, this looks pretty perfect. It is
1: not perfect. Well, you just identified one mistake. Uh there is another mistake. You said Tom Brady threw for four touchdowns. That is incorrect, mm-hmm. sir. He threw for three and ran for one. Oh.
2: Oh. <laughs> Actually, I should have wrote it, it was really fun. No no, no,
1: no, no. When I make mistakes, Eddie, you can't wait to blare out the my mistake. I apologize. So, you know what? Stick my it mistake does shine. I, I apologize. apologize. Yeah, well, when I make it, and here's the thing, too. You make mistakes, no one says anything because we don't have the power right. of the button. You right. butchered the open of the show last week, and no one says anything to you. Hmm. So, when we make mistakes, we point them out. That's all. All right. Just having so some fun he with that
2: for three ran for one. That is correct. You read, Jerry. What was your biggest takeaway from the Giants' victory over the Eagles?
1: That they're the best team in the division. At the Giants, three Giant seven. Though. Yeah, I, I actually your believe. Biggest takeaway. All right. My biggest takeaway is at three and seven, they're the best team in the division. They are the most improving team in the division, and I actually, I, I can't believe I'm going to say this because it's only ten games. That's the only reason why I say that. I think they have the best coach in the division.
2: Oh really?
1: I do. Yeah, I'm I don't
2: think who else is
1: really in that division coaching. Like Mike McCarthy was a great coach with the Packers. I have no idea what he's gonna be with the Cowboys, and it has not gone well in his nine games here so far.
2: Yeah, he stinks now. Ron, uh, Rivera, Ron Rivera
1: great coach, but I don't think Washington's played great. All right. And Doug Peterson, I'm all right. I mean, I know we won a Super Bowl, but okay. <laughs> what have you done for me lately, right? Jerry? No, I mean That's what I say. whatever. I, me I just don't think Jans- he's a great head coach. I think Joe Judge has the makings to be a great head coach, and this team, after the first couple of games, specifically the Steeler game, when they they did not look ready to play, I feel like this team has been ready to play every single week, and it has not been coaching as the reason why they've lost some games. I think it's been the players on the field, specifically the quarterback, who the last couple of weeks has played incident-free, and they've won games.
2: Right, that to me, Jerry, was my biggest takeaway. Yeah, another week of no turnovers for Mister Daniel Jones.
1: Absolutely, and that 34, Now, did you have him in a prop to score on a, I on did a not.
2: Run? No, because you know what? Guys like Daniel Jones, Kyler Murray, these guys who score touchdowns a lot. the it's not a uh, not worth it. Not that. huge odds anymore.
1: Like, what would you get for? What would you have thought Daniel Jones to score a touchdown run? I don't. One? I don't
2: know. I don't. I'm not sure. Cam I didn't Newman look.
1: Probably gets no odds either. Now, yeah, Tom that, Brady
2: might, right? Yeah, Tom Brady. You still get odds, even though he he scores. You know, especially when they get down to the goal line, he'll do the QB sneak as yeah. well. I think I read he's got
1: eight touchdown runs. Yeah, in the last three seasons, I believe, when
2: he had seven in the previous seven years. Yeah. Meanwhile, Kyler Murray scores a touchdown every week. Yeah, no doubt. Do you think a hail mary touchdown to win the game is a cheap win? It counts, right? It does count, no,
1: because you're in position.
2: You know what I mean? Yes. There are some ways. Like I think it's in some ways, I think it's a cheap win. In another way, it makes me think of playing uh, football out in the street when you would do the hail mary. I'll give you. I'll give you a scenario
1: awesome. of a cheap win.
2: You're down by
1: nine points, and you've been losing the whole game. You're down by nine points. You score a touchdown with, you know, 25 seconds to go. You get the onside kick and you kick a 60-yard field goal. Cheap, <laughs> cheap win.
2: That's a cheap win. Yes,
1: that's a cheap win. Still counts. Cheap win. The Hail Mary, I get your point, but you're still in position in that, on that final drive. Eh. I mean, listen, DeAndre, there were three Bills there.
2: Yeah, he all around a them. Great play on the ball. First of all, and how Kyler Murray threw that ball running you're right. the opposite way that he throws. He was running left. And just aired it out.
1: I would say this to your query about the Hail Mary. Knock the ball down if you're playing defense.
2: Knock it down. Really? Like, don't let him catch it. He got up there about the tip of your fingers higher than the Bills defenders. Yeah. And somehow grabbed it. What's amazing to me is how many of those
1: plays come so close. Now, you don't get many of them. But how close they come off a tip ball. Or sometimes the defenders are looking at one another. Like, you're going to get it? No, I'll get it. And then next thing you know, the receiver
2: might get it. Do you think he actually said a Hail Mary? Because that's the, what it's called a Hail Mary for, right? You say a Hail Mary and you throw the ball up and No, for the I don't best. think
1: he got on a knee during the huddle and did the Hail Mary before the play. I do not know. I don't think so.
2: Do you think they call it a Hail Mary in the
1: huddle? No, because I actually heard, I don't know where I heard it. One NFL analyst said that was not actually the play. The play call was designed to get them closer to have a better shot at the end zone. Ooh. And instead, the play broke down. And again, he was, I, mean, I don't know if it was Baldinger. I forget where I saw it. But they kind of illustrated how that was not what it was supposed to be. And they were, they just adjusted on the fly.
2: Now, when you when it has to be a Hail Mary, there's one tick left. Do you think the quarterback says Hail Mary? Or does he say everybody go deep? Or do they have a complicated way of saying that in the huddle? I think
1: they probably say everybody get in the end zone. It's coming your way. Right. I don't think there's a complicated way. No. I think it's, <laughs> hey, guys up front, don't let the defense penetrate and get near me. Everybody else get in the end zone.
2: So you don't think that Kyler Murray goes in there and goes, Z28, three. Hail Mary? <laughs> yeah. Like, does he just go in there and go, we're going old? Uh, you know what I would do, Jerry? I'd go, I'd give a mini pep talk before, and I'd say, we've all been here in the schoolyard, on the street. Run to the telephone pole and wait, guys. It's I'm gonna throw it as high as I can, as far as I can. Somebody come down with it. Yeah, I th- I actually do think in a, in a case. Well, not like that
1: play, but with like we were talking about one second ago, and that's yeah. it. Unless they have a trick play that they're gonna try, and we have certainly seen that before. If there's a trick play, maybe,
2: but that's that would be it. I thought the Buccaneers were surely going to lose this game yesterday before it started because they had they sat on an airplane for like seven hours. Did they sit on the plane for they seven hours? They said they hours? sat on the plane for five hours. That's a long time on a plane. They now, had a seven-hour delay before going to Charlotte. Now,
1: let's just for clarity, all right? Let's not yes. make it like they were on a commercial <laughs> jetliner well, and they were packed in like sardines with no room to move. They're on their own plane. And I would almost guarantee you that every player's got his own row. Okay. And a TV. And snacks? Uh, gourmet snacks. Gourmet snacks. They probably have anything they want. I mm. promise you, they were fine. They might have got so they sleep were relaxed. on the plane.
2: Right. So I don't think it's that big a deal. And then the, the uh, Panthers hung around for like the first half. I was like... Yeah, get a little while. It's like 17-17. They were... They were both dealing, both quarterbacks, Jerry? Those
1: were the two games. Watching Jaguars-Packers, you're like, what the hell is going on here? And I even thought Bucks panthers because with the way the Bucks played last week, what did they lose, 38-3? Like, they just yes. got shellacked. I thought they were going to go in, especially with McCaffrey not there. I thought they were going to blow the doors off the Panthers. And it was closed for a while, and ultimately they did pull away. And if they didn't kick some you know really short field goals, they would have won this game by even more. But you're right, for the first...
2: First half, I guess. It was a close game. Teddy Bridgewater got hurt, hurt his knee. If he's not ready to go next week, quarterback options are someone named P.J. Walker.
1: Yes, P.J. Walker, yes. He's, uh, or Will Greer. J.J. Uh, Walker's long-lost cousin. Dino mine. Will Greer. Okay. Will Greer.
2: Yeah, well. Who I thought was like a guy on uh, the Today Show. And they could always trade the Cowboys for Garrett Gilbert. Right. Right. He's available. But uh, the Cowboys need him. Or uh, will will Andy Dalton be back, Jerry? Uh, I think he will be, yes, after the break. Ben DiNucci's available. Ben DiNucci. I think he'll be back on the practice squad. Based on name alone, Jerry, would you go with P.J. Walker or Will Greer? Who sounds more like a quarterback? that's a good one. P.J. Walker, hmm. He sounds like a wide receiver, P.J. Walker.
1: Wesley Walker?
2: Yeah, probably that's where I'm getting it from. Um... Yeah, I'll go with Will Greer. Is that his name, Will Will Greer? Greer? Yeah. Yeah. Although uh, last night they say that uh, they they are hopeful Teddy Bridgewater will be able to, that it wasn't as bad as it was first diagnosed. Speaking of
1: quarterbacks, did you, wow. CBS is showing uh, wind blowing through Manhattan last night. Holy smokes. Did you see, um, did you watch Jameis Winston?
2: I did. Thoughts? Eh. (laughs) I'm not a Jameis Winston guy. But Drew Brees hurt his ribs, but didn't seem like he wanted to come out of the game. And Brian doesn't he, want to come out of the game. He stayed on the sideline with his helmet on, yeah. waiting like he was he was going to get called back in. Like he, he's just standing there on the side of the road, guys. Yeah. I'm I'm here, <laughs> hello. But they didn't need him, Jerry,
1: to take care of the Niners. No, they didn't. Well, the Niners are a mess right now. I mean, let's be honest. And again, the Niners and are and the was Niners. Play in that, was it that game? I'm trying to now. I'm getting confused. Was it that game with the horrendous roughing the passer? They called the body weight personal foul. Was yes, that, that game?
2: was. The, yeah, in fact, that was the. I mean, come on. The play that ultimately, even though Drew Brees stayed in the game for a couple plays uh, after that, but that was what ultimately got they, him yanked for the game.
1: Explain to me. And listen, Boomer has certainly gone through it and explained in a good way how that penalty and why it's called. I understand.
2: This was not that last night. Yeah, even the the young fella who made the tackle on Drew Brees, he was very. You, they showed him uh, reacting to the penalty, and he was like shocked because he felt like he didn't do full body weight onto Drew Brees. He that fell he to the side. Fell to the side. He right? tackled the guy. It yes. really is.
1: I mean, it yes. it has got to be so incredibly difficult to be a defender in this league. And I know why they do it. I get it. But my God, I mean, things are happening in a split second. And something like that last night, I think it was third down, too, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong about that, but I thought it was a third down play. But whatever. Let's say it was. Terrible. That's 15 yards and a first down. Awful. 15
2: yards, first down.
1: Quick break. On the other side, probably more football. Tiger Woods got a 10. People like to talk about that. Uh, That was at the Masters and more of Al's weekend. And I know at some point he's going to give me the details of this. Now, I've seen promos for this really ridiculous show, and the first thing I've thought was, What lonely sap that's got nothing to do with his life would actually sit down and watch a show? Hmm. I cannot. And I mean this. I cannot believe you tweeted about this show yesterday. We'll get to that coming up uh, a little while longer as well. And then Boomer and Gio at 6 on the fan. This portion of the warm-up show brought to you by Mercedes, uh, Ray Katina, Mercedes-Benz Sprinter of Edison. Mercedes-Benz Sprinter of Edison is in the business of keeping your business moving. See their wide selection of cargo, crew, and passenger vans and special unfitted vehicles too. All with amazing lease and finance offers. Go to RayKatinaEdison.com for more.
0: and jerry now
2: offering curbside delivery
1: what do you say football monday on the fan i did have a couple of people i did see on twitter i'm not sure if you were in it or not i think one you were one you were not uh curious if you
2: got pelted with the wind and the rain when you went for your walk this morning or had that moved through already uh, the wind was still there, but the rain had gone. I missed the rain uh, last night. It was great. The last uh, dog walk of the night for me happened just prior to the rain hitting. That's and good, because it, it was violent morning. for a while. Very violent. Uh, yes, it was very noisy here. Uh, uh, winds whipping around. You know, you know what I saw today? Another, we should call this, scenes
1: from New York City. You know, I got J.J. after dark, New York yeah. City after dark. I did see a, uh, a gentleman. Um, I guess he... Just stopped on Varick, got out to um, use the street as a bathroom, if you will. Oh. And as the light turned green, one of the cars to my right, the guy was texting. So the guy behind him gave him a. Very, it was quick, a quick courtesy honk to where the guy that was using the uh, the road as a bathroom to the right basically turned as he was doing his thing, and everyone saw his thing. Oh, like, dude, come why not on, go on man. a side street? Uh, he just stopped there. I don't know. Mm, I didn't get out mean, to talk to him.
2: That's a main thoroughfare.
1: Scenes from New York City overnight. How did it look? Mm. <laughs> uh, there wasn't much. You couldn't really see it. You no. saw the stream, if you will, if that makes sense. But clearly, I mean, I was on the other side of the road. Al would know. I'm on the complete left lane. This guy was on the right side. Mm-hmm. So I, I was too far away to actually see that. But you saw the stream.
2: I would love a Billy Joel song, Scenes from a... Overnight New York. And I saw a few weeks ago, there's a a homeless woman who is usually on 6th Avenue after I turn off of whatever street room uh, we come across. And she was uh, doing a a similar thing in the street.
1: It's unbelievable. It really is. You just,
2: oh, yeah, yeah. Now you're in New York. Concrete jungle where dreams are made. And I never saw
1: this. This was interesting, too. In the Chase Bank. It's become pretty common that someone uses that as their bedroom every night, overnight. This morning, and usually there's a blanket or there's something or they're kind of curled up. The person that was sleeping there this morning was like full out, head down, no blanket, and just like looked as comfortable as you could be.
2: If I were, unfortunately, a homeless man, I would 100% Live in an ATM. Yeah, no, I think it's. Listen, get out of the elements. I'm not
1: saying not to You're do it. I'm elements. just saying, looks if, really comfortable.
2: If anyone attacks you, there's cameras in there.
1: There are cameras in there. That is true.
2: I would 100% hang out in
1: there, and I would set my alarm for 5 a.m. so no one bothers
2: me, and I just get yep. out.
1: I know it's it's Absolutely. really sad. It is really sad.
2: Jerry, I watched a uh, program over the weekend. It was yeah, unfortunately like a Saturday evening. I think I had it on my go-to channels when i turn on the tv i, I try to look ESPN. for a, some sort of murder mystery CBS on id sports channel Network. no the not sports related oh. i look for murder mysteries if there's nothing there my next go-to channel is tlc cuz they have a lot of strange kind of shows so i ran into a show called i love a mama's boy
1: yeah kim and i saw a promo for this last week and she literally said what like who watches this crap Me. And I honestly did not think of you. I didn't think this would be something you would be
2: interested in. Not only did I watch it when I tweeted about it, I had many people tweet back to me that they were also watching it. You know what this show is, Eddie? It's called I Love a Mama's Boy. It's a reality show where they follow around couples wherein the the man in the coupling has such a super close relationship to the mother. Disgusting that it's strange and is a marriage. it's strange the marriage. Marriage or uh, boyfriend-girlfriend situation. Yeah. For, for example, there's a, uh, a man who they moved back in with his mother, and he and his mother cuddle on the couch. He and his mother went lingerie shopping for his girlfriend to get something for his girlfriend for Valentine's Day, and the mother bought the same sexy robe as the girlfriend got. A uh, couple's massages where it's the mother and the son. It, it's, just, I'm really, it's bizarre. It's, it's stupid. Mama's boy. And listen, my mother buys me toilet paper. We're aware. And uh, acid reflux medicine. But this is nothing like that. This is really you stepping know what this is? it nothing up. Nothing like I'd want to watch.
1: And I like a lot of TLC shows. Yeah. I do. There's all, the, all those channels, HD TV, TLC. I will watch those channels with my wife for sure. Yeah. But there are some that are just,
2: I mean, it's it's, its enough. I guess there's one which I haven't seen called Smothered, which is mothers and their daughters okay. smothering relationships. Another Did you ever watch or... Bridezilla? Uh, I, a long time ago I saw Bridezilla. That was another
1: one. I mean, some of these, because I do wonder how many of these are legit and how many are just to be on TV. Like, I think the hoarders one, I think those are legit. In a lot of cases, those are people that have issues. Sure, it's a mental issue. And I suppose you could say this is a mental issue, too, to be that close to, you know, your mom or whatever, as opposed to the person you're supposed to be falling in love with, meaning your girlfriend or your wife. And why the girlfriend or wife would stick her, and I'm sure they'll give you— but I just love them so much. I can't yes. leave them. I mean, give me a break. And they're very pretty girls. Like they could. I'm easily sure they are. Go
2: get better dates. It's just you don't need that. Because here's the thing. That's never getting better. No. Then I saw another show called, which it doesn't seem like it should be the title of a show in the year 2020. My big fat fabulous life. It's about a fat woman. Yeah, I've seen that that's too. A, that's an odd, an odd title. Yeah. Well, if I were to say she's got a big fat fabulous life, I'd be ridiculed for I think that might be one her. of
1: those things that you can you can you, say it about yourself but you're not going to say it about someone else
2: you can call yourself that I have a big fat fabulous life but I can't say you have yeah a like big, have fat, you ever fabulous
1: life. have you ever said something or has Gina ever said something to you negatively in the heat of the moment to where eh, you get over it but if someone else said that to you or said it to her you yes you'd get very defensive right that's what that is I've heard of that before You've been called fat before. What'd you say? No, not fat.
2: Uh, oh, you've heard
1: of that. I've heard of that happening. Yes. Yeah, sure. So I think that's all that is. But yeah, I, I and for a moment I'm like, should I actually see if I can find the show on demand? I'm like, no. I saw the promo. I thought it was stupid at the time, even though I knew you wanted to talk about it. I'm like, I'm not. I'm not lowering myself to that. I'm not watching this.
2: I actually was so caught up, in it and the dog needed to go out that I recorded it. Oh God. Yeah. I want to see what happened. It when they was went lingerie a shopping.
1: Did you watch this on Sunday, or please tell me this was Sunday and not Saturday? It was Saturday. But Saturday was beautiful out. Why are you inside watching that?
2: (laughs) It was later on after the sun had gone down, Jerry. Oh, I guess that's okay. Jerry, what do you make of this uh, YouTube video that Trevor Bauer posted on his YouTube channel? He posted a video titled, Steve Cohen's Brilliant Start.
1: I think it's a brilliant plan to up his uh, pay for whoever's going to offer him
2: a contract. This is a done deal, then. Trevor Bauer is signing with the Mets. Is, I don't think it, it it's a done deal.
1: I don't think it's a done deal. I think what he's doing is he's trying to garner more interest. People know he's the richest owner in baseball. Get an offer and then see if anybody counters. I think the, he's driving his price up, and I think he's brilliant.
2: Trevor Bauer, he he writes, I weigh in on why I love Steve Cohen's strategy of engaging with the Mets fan base as soon as he purchased the team. Yeah. This is definitely – I would if there was – you probably couldn't even get odds on this to happen because it's essentially done. I don't think without it's essentially it being done. done. I don't think it is. But I've said like they the, the Mets are now in a situation where if they I don't if, think they are if Trevor Bauer signs somewhere else, immediately fans are gonna
1: be like, What are we doing? They get Nolan Arenado, they start there, they get DJ LeMayhew. Yeah, I
2: think the fans will be just fine. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> but there will be a day it. or two, Jerry. If if Trevor Bauer signs first somewhere. And these other guys aren't signed yet. I mean, there'll be a there level will be of... Disa- a day.
1: There'll be a level of disappointment. I don't disagree with you, but it's a... You know, here's what matters. When they go to spring training, what does their roster look like? That's what matters. Not who do they sign first. At least mm-hmm. not in my opinion. I You know, I don't think so.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, Trevor Bauer is
1: interesting, because I just pulled up his stats not to pull an Evan. Yeah. But it really is interesting when you look at him over the course of his career. I am not saying he's not a great pitcher. He certainly was last year. In a 60-game season, he threw to an ERA of 1.73. He won the Cy Young. That is spectacular. I'm not arguing with you. Have you looked at the rest of his career? Not awesome? Uh, No. How about very average? In 2019... In seven, uh, let's see, in ten games with the Reds, he threw to an ERA of six and a half. Yeah, that's awesome.
2: That's not good.
1: Prior to that, in 24 games with the Indians, an ERA of 3.8. That's very average.
2: Very average. In
1: 2019, ERA 4.48. Oh, That's the full year. I'm sorry. In 2018, very good. 2.21. And then prior to that, Al, four and a half, four point two, four and a half, five point two. 4.2, 4.5, 5.2. Like, he's been good. He has not been... But he was, he was outstanding last year in the shortened season. There's no doubt. My point is if they don't get Trevor Bauer, their season's not over. And there's a lot more things they can do. It's not the end of the world, you're saying? Uh, no, not even close. We, But this, that is the end of the segment because we have to take a break. Oh, uh, oh, but fast. here's the deal. Coming up next, Boomer and Geo. How about that? This portion of the warm-up show, we'll finish first, though, has been brought to you by eight seven seven eight abused Right now, a Radio.com Sports Minute. Amy Lawrence on the Masters. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, we've got a couple. Well, we don't have much time, actually. Al, quickly, what else you got?
2: James Harden to the Nets, Jerry. Your thoughts?
1: Well, as long as they don't pay him for not playing.
2: (laughs) He doesn't play either? No, he does. It's just a joke. Uh, Wake up with Al and Jerry in the warm-up chill (laughs) at 5 a.m.